serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world. This is the Show Me Sports Network. The following is an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and is a high-fidelity, all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited. time for Hallsville Lady Indian Softball on the Show Me Sports Network. This is the Hallsville Lady Indians pregame show on the exclusive home for Lady Indian softball, the Show Me Sports Network. We'll recap last game's highlights, set the stage for first pitch, and even get the thoughts of the head coach during the pregame show. All while we get set to bring you the exciting play-by-play action of your Hallsville Lady Indians. The biggest and absolute best coverage in mid-Missouri is on the air as the Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew are ready in the broadcast booth. Exclusive pregame coverage of Hallsville Lady Indian Softball is brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Hallsville Athletic Boosters, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, Sawdust Studios, and Zealous WBGT. The excitement is building in the stands, and the tension is rising in the dugout as first pitch is just around the corner. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Hallsville Lady Indian Softball on the Lady Indians Radio Network. Now let's go live to the field to the Show Me Sports Network broadcast booth. It is time for some high school district round softball. Hallsville and Hobley first pitch underway. And it is fouled off to the right side to make things 0-1. Welcome in, everyone. A happy Wednesday evening. Thanks for here on the Show Sports Network. Thanks for bearing with me. I'm flying solo tonight, but got you on right at the first pitch. Can't time it up any better than that. And the number one seed, Hallsville Lady Indians, are now taking on Mobley in this first round of the playoffs. That was supposed to be instant chill. The next pitch swung on a miss makes things 0-2. Now on Kennedy Messer, who leads things off for Mobley. Game got moved to Moberly this morning. So although Moberly is the eighth seed, they are technically hosting this game. This next pitch just misses outside to make things one ball and two strikes on Kennedy Messer. I guess I should tell you who's pitching for Hallsville. It is Abby Lear on the bump. And she works quickly ahead of this first batter of the top of the first inning. It's going to be fouled off just in front of the booth right here. Now stays one and two. This first game between Hallsville and Moberly. Winner will move on to the semifinals tomorrow, also at 5 p.m. Expected to be back in Centralia. 1-2 pitch. This one bends low and inside. Nice block by Blake Moore behind the dish. So now two balls and two strikes on Messer. It'll be Messer, Reismauer, and Passbreg. So Lear is a two-ball, two-strike count. First batter of the ball game for Moberly. This one grounded left side foul and out of play. That keeps things at 2-2 two two on the leadoff hitter. Messer. Pretty normal infield. You got Lucas and Crocker on the left side of it. Still filling in names here. On my sheets, 
can't play it much closer to the wire than we did getting on right at first pitch. But all that matters is that we're on air and now. You get to listen to Hallsville look to advance in this first round of the district playoffs. 2-2 two, two pitches flown right side. Should be playable. Multiple converging. The first baseman going over. And the catch is made for out number one. Leah retires his fir her first batter of the game. Pardon me. And that was the first baseman, Haley Martin, who went over and made the play. Nice catch in foul ground. First batter retiring. Here comes Elizabeth Reisenhauer. Reismauer looking to be the first base runner of the game off of Lear, the starting pitcher in the circle. Lear checks out her defense before getting back in the circle on this turf field here in Moberly. First pitch will miss upstairs. Nope, that's called a strike. Little delayed call there by Blue behind the plates. Now 0-1 on the second batter of the ball game. Just underway between Hallsville, the number one seed, and Morbley, the number eight seed. Next pitch grounded into left field, and that's going to get through in between Lucas and Crocker, and that's a base hit for Eismau, the first one of the ball game as she smokes that one cleanly on out there. And now a one-out base runner for Moberly. There was little doubt where that one was headed off the bat. And there was nothing that either Crocus or Lucas was going to do to bring that one in. So now we're going to have to go to work with a base runner on this one line to right field, but it's going to hang up. Actually, no, it gets over the head of the right fielder, and that's going to go all the way to the wall. Center fielder Christian Jones has to take it down. And by the time she retrieves it from the outfield wall, Marisburg pass break, pardon me, is into second, and Reismauer goes all the way over to third. And now runners on second and third with one out in this top of the first inning for Mobley. That ball was smoked by Passbrig off the bat. And then the right fielder for Hallsville looked like she came in just a little bit too much. And now back-to-back -back hits have Lear in a little bit of trouble to start this top of the first inning. Now stepping in is Ferguson, the cleanup hitter. She will take a first pitch that's called a strike on the inside corner. It's now 0-1 on Chloe Ferguson. Top of the first inning, one out, two on and a 0-0 ball game. Infield looks to be a little bit in. Martin and Lucas at the corners. This one palped right side. Martin may have a play coming in foul ground, and she will run out of room as it falls down just to the right of the on-deck circle. Thought she may have had out number two, but she just cannot run it down. But good news is it's an 0-2 count on the batter, Chloe Ferguson. So Lear, she can get Ferguson right here, has a chance to get out of this inning with no runs allowed after back-to-back -back single and the double. So looking to go to work now with Passbrig off second, Reismauer off third. This one popped weakly on the infield. Crocker's going to come in, make the catch. He's got a double play, but the throw gets by the second baseman. That's going to allow a run to score. Coming in from third base is Reismauer. Passbrig moves up to third, and it's now 1-0 in favor of Mobley. It looked to be an easy play for the double, at sec double play at second base, but the throw went off the glove of the second baseman, and it's now 1-0 in favor of Mobley. That'll go down as an unearned run on the missed catch. A couple of defensive gas come back to hurt Hallsville here in the first inning. This one popped left side. Lucas giving chase over towards the net, but that's going to get out of play. It's now 0-1 on Taylor Martin, the number five hitter. This inning has gone pop out, single, double, line out. But one run comes in to score on the line out to shortstop as they try to double off the runner, pass break, who now stands at third base. Here's the next pitch. That one bends off the plate to even things at a ball and a strike. We are trying to get out of this inning, just allowing the one run so far. Next pitch flown left side, also in foul. Tori Lucas going after, but she will run out of room just in front of her own dugout. But it's now one ball and two strikes on Martin. 
So Weir, just a moment ago, looked like she had the double play to get out of the inning with no runs allowed, but the ball goes off the glove of the second baseman and into left field that allows the runner to score and the other runner pass break to move up to third base on the play. So tough break right there. Play one strike away from getting through the inning. Next pitch, called strike three on Martin. So the backwards K for her ends the inning. First strikeout of the game for Lear and keeps the damage to just one run. Halls will come into the plate in the bottom of the first. Going to have to battle back when we return in just a moment on the Show Me Sports Network. Tonight's game is not only a competitive contest between these two schools, but it's also an educational experience for the students involved. Because high school activities are about learning life values, your friends at this local radio station and the Missouri State High School Activities Association remind everyone to do their part in keeping our hometown sports a positive experience for everyone. When you attend your next game, do your part to help rekindle the spirit of citizenship by showing good sportsmanship. You'll be teaching a positive lesson, and you'll be preserving a proud tradition in the state of Missouri. In today's world, injury prevention is at the top of everyone's list. However, heat-related occurrences get routinely overlooked. Zealous WBGT puts that front and center. By using cutting-edge formulas and technology, Zealous WBGT streamlines and simplifies obtaining and documenting wet bulb globe temperature readings. With a simple touch of a button, you can check WBGT anywhere in the world, receiving alerts when the WBGT goes over the threshold you select. Join the stress-free way to protect student-athletes, employees, and overall operations from extreme heat by downloading the free Zealous WBGT app today. Save time, save money, save lives with Zealous WBGT. Back on the Show Me Sports Network, Halls are going to have to do some work against the starting pitcher, Martin, as Halls is trailing 2 to nothing in this bottom of the first inning. Taylor Martin is in the circle and she'll face Christian Jones as usual to lead things off. The center fielder will step in to get things going for Hallsville. Looks like Crocker is waiting on deck and presume Lucas to follow as Hallsville faces a deficit. The number one seed Hallsville faces a deficit here in this bottom of the first inning. They are playing in Mobley, who is the team they're facing, but they're technically the home team in this one, even though it's at Mobley's field. First pitch to Jones, shows bunt, pulls it back, and that's called strike 0-1-1 out of Taylor Martin's right arm. Infield came crashing in right there as Jones squared a bunt. They're way in at the corners now in a no-ball one-strike count against Jones, who bats from the left side of the batter's box. She will no, not show a sign of bunt and take the pitch right here, and it's now one and one count on her. Jones back into the batter's box now and a one ball, one strikeout. Infield still way in as Martin will lean over. Bunt is shown, it's popped up, but that's going to get down out of play. And that'll make it one ball and two strikes on Jones. The third baseman, Jordan Passbreak, gave chase right there, but just did not have enough room to go over and corral that one. But Jones will see now in a two strike count if she is still willing to try and bunt this ball. Infield still believes she is as Passbreak is in at the corner at third base. Slightly open stance for Jones. Martin's looking in for the signs from her catcher. Now leans over and swings that right arm and it's a called strike three. Look to be right at the knees and good frame job there back behind the dish and Jones is rung up for the first out of the game for Hallsville. So same way the top of the first inning started with the first batter being retired. We'll see if Hallsville can follow suit by scoring a run 
and even things up or taking the lead. Here comes Delaney Crocker. She will take a first pitch. That's a called strike right at the knees as Martin had perfect location on that one. It's now 0-1 on Crocker. Crocker made the catch for the second out of the inning in the top of the first, but then the throw went off the glove of the second baseman. This one low to make things one ball and one strike, and that ended up proving big because what would have been an inning-getting double play went awry and allowed a run to score, and that's how Marbley has their one run. Martin looks in for the sign. She looks to have something that she likes, and here comes the right-hander's pitch to Crocker. It is up and nope. That's a called strike. Looked like that was going to bend outside the top right corner of the strike zone. Instead, umpire makes the call, and now Crocker's going to have to go to work in a one-ball, two-strike count. Martin's got one she likes. She's got a one-ball, two-strike pitch, and now she has struck out Crocker as she gets her to chase down low. Martin's got two strikeouts after setting down both Jones and Crocker via the K, and the first two are retired, and now that'll bring up Madison Lucas. So Lucas will bat with nobody on and two out as Martin has had great stuff through the first two batters of this game, striking out both Crocker and Jones. First pitch upstairs to Lucas, who is now in a 1-0 count. Winner of this game moves on to tomorrow evening back in Centralia to take on the winner of Southern Boone and Centralia. Here comes the next pitch, swung on, fouled back, and now we're even a ball and a strike on Lucas. Meredith Blakemore, the catcher, waits on deck, still has the Leg pads on with there being two outs. Hallsville trails this one one to nothing. As number one seed looks to move on to the second round of the district tournament. Back on the circle now is Martin. She's got a sign. Leans over at the hip and now delivers one one to Lucas. That's called strike at the knees. Martin has been getting that call so far right at the knees or even just below it. So Hallsville going to have to swing the bat as Lucas is in a one ball two strike count. Infield. Playing pretty even with the bag at first and third. Not expecting bunt out of the slugger. 1-2 pitch, swung and fouled off the catcher's mask and out of play. So we'll do the one ball, two strike pitch once again. Back into the box now. Lucas has the bat resting on that back right shoulder waiting for Martin's one ball, two strike pitch to try and keep this top of the first inning, excuse me, bottom of the first inning alive. This one will bend out of the zone despite the best efforts to frame it behind the dish. And it's now two balls and two strikes. White is arguably probably stolen a couple strikes already this inning, but could not get the call right there. So now two balls, two strikes, two outs, and nobody on. Here's the next pitch, and that's going to miss high and away. That was almost the exact same pitch that Crocker had called on her for her second strike and her at bat a moment ago, but this time Lucas gets benefited of the doubt. So now it's full, three balls, two strikes, and here comes the pitch from Martin. It's going to bend out of the zone. That's a ball. Crowd doesn't like it. Lucas Stone Cold take right there. And she's on with two out now to give Hallsville some life in this bottom of the first inning. Catcher Meredith Blakemore will now come to the disc to try and either score Lucas or at least keep things alive for Abby Lear who waits on deck. Blakemore. Have to remove the catcher's gear before coming to the plate. Now she's ready to go. Lucas, who just walked in a full count, is on first base. Infield slightly in. Here's the pitch to Blakemore, and it's low. Nice stop behind the plate by White. So now one ball and no strikes on Blakemore. This inning has gone strikeout, strikeout, and walk so far. Hallsville down a run. 
Only the first inning, though, so a long, long way to go in this one. Bent over at the hip. Now Martin will bring home the 1-0 pitch, and it is swung through for strike one to Blakemore. Can't catch up with the heat right there. So now she's in a one-ball, one-strike count. See if with two outs, Hallsville maybe trying to manufacture a run right here, put Lucas in motion. Here's the next pitch to Blakemore. That will catch the top part of the zone. It's now one and two. As now Martin, the pitcher, has had a two-strike count on every Hallsville bat of this inning. She struck out the first two, then walked Lucas, now trying to get strikeout number three here on the catcher, Blakemore. Bent over at the hip as before every pitch. This one is lined to right field. It's sinking fast. That's getting down to base hit. Lucas will make the turn. She's had to third base. Blakemore stops at first as Lucas tries, slides into third base. And runners are at the corner with two outs for Hallsville trying to tie this game at one. Nice piece of hitting right there by Blakemore. She just took that one to right field. And the right fielder Smothers had no chance to bring that one in. And Lucas running on contact, easily able to make it to third. And now Hallsville's got something brewing. So the pitcher, Abby Lear, will step in, trying to help herself after the one unearned run scored in the top of the first inning. She awaits the first pitch, and that's going to be a called strike on the inside corner. Perfect location right there by the pitcher, Martin. And not much Lear is going to do with that one, so it's now 0-1 on her. Lear now steps into the box, batting from the right side. And here comes the next pitch to her. She will swing and miss. And it's now 0-2, so Lear's got some work to do. She's got Lucas leading off third, who walked, and Blakemore off of first base, who just singled the right field. Martin back in the circle, the turf patch of grass right out there. Infield comes in, here's the pitch, it's way outside, a nice snag by White to keep that from going to the backstop, otherwise Lucas probably could have came home to score from third base to tie the game, but instead White grabs it on the way by. And not only keeps Lucas at third, but keeps Blakemore at first base. So Martin's still ahead in the counts. She's got one ball and two strikes. Here's the pitch. Swung on a miss for strike three, and that will end the inning as Lear is set down on K. And that's the third of the inning for Martin as she keeps Halsell off the board. Abby Lear, after that strikeout, will return to the mound in the top of the second. We return in just a moment on the Show Me Sports Network. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. Whether it's balls and strikes, fouls or flags, your referees and game officials are a vital part of high school athletics. If you've ever tried your hand at officiating, you know how hard these men and women work, and you certainly know that they would never miss a call intentionally. Keep these things in mind as you attend sporting events. After all, respecting officials and authority figures is one of the most valuable lessons that we could teach our students. This message has been brought to you by your friends at this local radio station and the Missouri State High School Activities Association. Back on the Show Me Sports Network. Hope everyone is having a fine Wednesday. Ben Schmidt here on the Show Me Sports Network. Hope I want to bring you 
a Hallsville comeback, albeit down just one to nothing. A long way to go as we're just in the top of the second inning. Abby Lear back out there looking to go to work and keep Moberly, although they are the hosting team, technically the road team, off the scoreboard. So we'll see what she can do. She'll face the leadoff batter, Jade Mickle, and then Thompson and White to follow. Final warm-up pitch thrown by Lear, and now the infield will converge to talk things over before this top of the second inning gets underway. So here we go. Lear is ready to start this top of the second inning. Steps on the green. Patch of grass. Now first pitch. Grounded up the middle. But Lear's going to make a stab at it. She's got it. Throw to first. Martin has got it at first base. And that's one up, one down on first pitch. Can't do it much better than that. Because of us getting on the air right at first pitch. Didn't really get to tell you the Hallsville defense in that top of the first inning. I apologize if I made any mistakes there. But it's Martin at first. Alley at second. Crocker at short. Lucas at third. Calvert is in right, Jones in center, Austin in left with Blake Moore behind the plate. Lear on the bump as she throws a first pitch strike, 0-1 on Madison Thompson. Has one strikeout yet and one unearned run allowed in just over an inning of work. This one grounded right side to her right. Alley's got it and will underhand flip to Martin at first base. That's out number two and even bigger, two outs on three pitches. Can't ask much better than that from Lear who's getting the start. So now stepping in with no one on it, two out will be Macy White. Made a couple fine defensive plays behind the plate in the bottom of the first inning. And now looks to get things going. Halsell first two were retired in their last trip to the plate before they got two on. White trying to do the same. This first pitch misses upstairs to her. Now 1-0. Abigail Smothers waits on deck before we go back to the top of the order. Here's the next pitch. This one will bend into the inside part of the plate. It's a called strike. Now one and one. Infield playing relatively normal positions. Lucas and Martin at the corners are even with the bags. This next pitch will find the strike zone. And it's now one and two. White keeps the bat on her shoulder right there. And now is in a one ball, two strike count. We're looking for a second strikeout to complete this second inning of work on the bump. Here's the one-two pitch. It is fouled off right overnight by us behind the plate. And we'll do the one-ball, two-pitch, one-ball, two-strike pitch again as Blakemore goes to retrieve it. So ball is delivered back to Lear, trying to get out number three. Retired the first two on just three pitches. This pitch is swung on and missed as White chases upstairs. That's Lear's second strikeout and completes her second inning of work. Goes three up, three down in relatively easy fashion. Hallsville coming back to the dish, trying to come back from down one to nothing. And we return in just a moment on the Show Me Sports Network. Hi, I'm retired Army Sergeant Trent Dirks, and I want to tell you about an organization that saved and changed my life forever. Retrieving Freedom provides highly trained service dogs to veterans with disabilities and children with autism absolutely free of charge, thanks to the generous donations and support from people just like you. Experts from Retrieving Freedom help throughout the entire process from fostering programs through service dog placement. Retrieving Freedom gave me the skilled service dog, Tracer, who has been my best friend in my lifeline. To find out more about how you can get involved, volunteer, foster, or to donate, visit their website retrievingfreedom.org. Retrieving Freedom, changing lives through the training and placement of service dogs for veterans with disabilities and children with autism. 
Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled, offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. Back on the Show Me Sports Network. Thanks so much, everyone, for spending your Wednesday with me and the rest of this Hallsville softball program. Austin will lead things off to start this top of the second inning. And Martin going back to work after allowing no runs and striking out two in the bottom of the first inning. First pitch to Austin is a called strike right at the knees. Can't locate it much better than that. And it's now 0 and 1. Austin back into the box now, waves the bat just a couple of times before the pitch will be delivered from Martin. This one is swung in the air, right side, first baseman Mickle going over and foul ground now. She will make the catch over the shoulder. Nicely done right there. She almost overran the ball in foul territory, but was able to make the play. And that's out number one as Austin is retired. So with one out and nobody on, Danica Alley will come to the plate. Right-hander facing the right-handed pitcher. First pitch will miss low. White corrals it behind the plate, but now 0-1-1 on Danica Alley. First batter retired. Brand Wildenhain waits on deck. Nobody on in this bottom of the second inning. Hallsville down one to nothing. Here's the next pitch to Alley, who bats with a slightly open stance. She will take, and it's a called strike on the outside corner. Taylor Martin, the pitcher, has been very good at getting that pitch in the right location so far in this one. So one ball, one strike, count, one out for Alley, trying to jump start this Hallsville offense. This one is fouled straight back, and it's now one ball and two strikes on Alley. Martin so far has three Ks. One more strike right here could make it number four. Martin has got the ball after the foul to make it one ball and two strikes. And here comes the delivery. Alley will swing and miss for strike number three. That's the third strikeout swing in the fourth total. And two up, two down. Just has the first started. The second follows in suit. And now Hall's looking to try and battle with two outs here, bringing up Rand Wildenhain. Wildenhain, the right-hander, is into the box now. Bent over, here comes the pitch, and that's a strike. No balls and a strike. Martin has been efficient so far in this one as Halsell really has been behind in almost every count so far. So maybe an adjustment coming to start attacking a little bit earlier. Haley Calvert waits on deck. Next pitch, swung on a miss, and now Wildenhain really going to have to start doing something now. She's behind 0-2. First two batters of the inning have been retired. This game moving pretty quickly so far. We're a strike away from getting through two innings. Just one run has crossed the plate. Here comes the 0-2 pitch, grounded right side, and that is foul. 
infield playing a relatively normal depth. The third baseman, Hasbrig, is maybe a step in front of the third base bag, but not all that much. Not expecting a Wildenhain bunt right here. Nobody on two outs. Here's the pitch. It's swung on a miss for strike three. Martin strikes out back to back to end the inning. She's got five already through two innings and no runs allowed so far. We go to the third. Halls are down one to nothing. We'll be back in just a moment on the Show Me Sports Network. Fans, when you attend a high school game, do you stand at attention during the national anthem? Do you cheer a good play by the opposing team? If your team loses, do you take it well in stride? If you have answered yes to any of those questions, you are showing positive examples of sportsmanship. Don't forget that when you attend high school events, young eyes are watching you for examples of acceptable behavior. By making a conscientious effort, you'll be helping our students grow into better citizens. This message has been brought to you by your friends at the Missouri State High School Activities Association and this local radio station. Attention Indians fans, here's your chance to help the student-athletes of Hallsville by becoming a member of the Hallsville Athletic Boosters. Your gifts help provide all Hallsville athletes with a safe and positive experience while attending our school district and also help purchase items that our sports team couldn't otherwise afford. You can join the Hallsville Athletic Boosters this season for as little as $25. Membership is open to everyone. Interested in joining? Look them up on Facebook by searching Hallsville Athletic Boosters or email them at HallsvilleAthleticBoosters at gmail.com. Let's go Indians! To the third inning we go on the Show Me Sports Network, Hallsville and Moberly in the first round of this tournament that was originally supposed to be in Centralia today, but got moved to Moberly. Southern Boone and Centralia are facing off in Ashland in just about an hour and a half. Winner of that game will face the winner of this one tomorrow, scheduled to take place in Centralia. Lear back out on the circle. She'll face Abigail Smothers to start the third, and this one up high, 1-0. Hallsville has been retired relatively quickly outside of a couple base runners in the first but kept off the scoreboard so far. One run, an unearned run, did come in to score for Mobley. This one right down Broadway. Now one ball and one strike out of the right arm of Lear. She's got two punch outs so far just beginning this top of the third inning. And here comes her next pitch. This one swung on a miss. That one had some movement bending inside on Smothers and she comes up empty. So now one ball and two strikes before we go back to the top of the order and Kennedy Messer who waits on deck. Weir now is in a one ball two strike count. Here's the next pitch and that one will bend off the outside corner. Blakemore did a pretty good job on the receiving end trying to steal that one for a strike but does not get the call. It was a ball. It certainly was outside. So now two balls and two strikes. Starting this top of the third inning. Here's the pitch. This one way upstairs as Blakemore snares it on the way by. That, otherwise, that one would be headed right to where I'm sitting in the backstop, and it's now a full count. So nice work here by Smothers to battle this thing full, and she's trying to get on to start this third inning and turn this thing back over to the top of the lineup. Three balls, two strikes. Here's the pitch. That's upstairs, and that's a walk. First one issued by Lear this game as Smothers does a fantastic job working back from 1-2 all the way to a first out, first batter walk. So here comes Mesher. She popped out to the first baseman, Martin, in her first at-bat. She's got Smothers to work with. She shows Buntlier off the mound. She'll take the easy out at first base. And Mesher is retired. It won't get much easier than that for Lear, who was bunted right back to her. Smothers does move up to second on the play, but that's the first out of the third inning. So we'll see if the strategy to sack Bunt Mesher comes back to help 
Mobley in the end, now moving Smothers into scoring position. Elizabeth Reismauer comes up to the plate. She singled, then scored a run in that top of the first inning. Here's the first pitch. That one bends low. Nice block by Blakemore, and that'll keep Smothers at second base. Now 1-0 on the second baseman, hitting second in this order. Just two hits so far through for Mobley through two and a third and one run scored. This one fouled off to the right side and out of place. So now we're at one ball, one strike on Reismauer. If you're wondering about the field dimensions here, it is 210 to just about everywhere. So maybe in store for some home runs tonight from either side, although the wind looks to be blowing in. One ball, one strike pitch. This one knocked knuckled in towards foul ground and that's going to get down out of play so now one ball and two strikes Lear pretty big here she could get Reismauer and keep the runner smothers at second base the very least don't allow a run to score here and double this Moberly lead Lear goes into her windup here's the pitch that swung on and missed as Reismauer swings right through it that's the third strikeout from Lear and now it's going to take a two out knock for Moberly if they want to take a lead Jordan pass rate, double to right, a similar hit like that would probably make this a 2-0 game for Moberly. She hit that one pretty well on the nose while the right fielder Calvert looked to have overran it a little bit. First pitch is a ball, 1-0. Outfielders Austin, Jones, and Calvert playing pretty much normal position. Same with the infield as well. Two outs and a runner on second base. Here's the 1-0 pitch. This one popped up on the infield, making it in foul territory. Martin, the first baseman, chasing after it, and she makes the catch in foul ground for out number three. So great work there by Lear to avoid what was a runner on second base and one out and keep Moberly off the scoreboard. Now can Hallsville get on the scoreboard? They're coming to the plate in the bottom of the third down, one and nothing. When we're back on the Show Me Sports Network. At Hallsville School District, our educators do more than just teach. Lives are being shaped for the future before they even enter a classroom. For students to succeed, it takes an entire district-wide team. Join Hallsville School District's team today, now offering competitive salaries and benefits for all positions. Visit Hallsville.org and click on the employment link under our district tab. Role models are more important than ever in today's society. You can serve as a role model for others the next time you display good sportsmanship at a high school athletic event. Good sports are winners and are also vital to preserving our fine sports traditions. So the next time you attend a sporting event, remember to be a good sport and help rekindle the spirit of citizenship. This message has been brought to you by your friends at the Missouri State High School Activities Association and this local radio station. Bottom of the third inning now. Haley Calvert walks up to the batter's box trying to jumpstart this Hallsville offense before we go back to the top of the order. Haley Calvert, then Jones and Crocker, the latter two struck out their first plate appearances against starting pitcher Taylor Martin. And here comes the first pitch. It is going to miss low. Now a ball 1-0 on Haley Calvert. really big here if Hallsville can start to get things churning before going back to the top of the order and get the heavy hitters Crocker and Lucas a chance with some runners on base this one swung on a miss now one ball and one strike Jones who waits on deck obviously a big threat to bunt the ball depending on the situation she's been so successful with that all season long 
Here comes the one ball, one strike pitch. First batter of the inning, and it misses low. So now two balls and a strike on Calvert, the right fielder. Taylor Martin's got five strikeouts through her first two innings on the mound. Gave up a walk and a hit in the first, but has been pretty dominant outside of that. Next pitch is knuckled off to the right side, and it will hit the net. That's a foul ball. So now two balls and two strikes on Calvert. Maybe off by a pitch right there. Thought I had two and two. Scoreboard says two and one on Calvert. We'll find out here in just a moment. Regardless, hopefully she can get on base to start this bottom of the third inning. Next pitch is grounded foul. So now it's two and two. Wouldn't matter anyway as it goes over near the Hallsville dugout. So Calvert's going to have to go to work in a two-strike count now. Hallsville has rarely been ahead in at-bats to this point. This is actually only the second time that a Hallsville hitter has gone to a two-ball count, and the other one was a Madison Lucas walk in the first inning. It's two balls, two strikes, nobody on, and nobody out in the bottom of the third. First pitch, or excuse me, next pitch is fouled out of play, so we'll do it again. The Class 3 District 4 playoffs just underway here today, something that will run through the weekend. Semifinals tomorrow in Centralia, then the Final game is on Saturday. This one outside. Stone Cold tagged right there by Calvert. Thought White might steal a strike there for a called strike three. And instead, it is now a full count. So we'll see what Calvert does right here. Here comes the three ball, two strike pitch to Calvert. It is swung on a miss for strike three. And that's now three straight batters punched out by March. He's got six in the game. And back to the top of the order we go with Kristen Jones. Blake will have coverage of those two semifinals games tomorrow in Centralia with hopefully Hallsville playing in one of those two games. And then we'll have the final game on Saturday as well. Here comes the first pitch to Jones. Shows bunch. He gets it down. Third baseman pass break coming in. Throw to first. And that's in time to get the hustling Jones. As although she got it down, pass break prayed it about as perfectly as she could have. And she is out by about two steps. Nicely done there by the third baseman. Pass breaking out two outs, nobody on. So first time through the order, just one hit for Hallsville and no runs. Delaney Crocker now in the shortstop hitting from the right side. Infielders are in a couple steps at the corners. Maybe expecting a surprise bunt here for Crocker. She will swing and miss with this one. It's now 1-1. No balls and a strike. Crocker has that left front foot kicked out just a little bit in her stance. Here's the pitch to her, and that's going to be a called strike. So now no balls and two strikes. Martin has got strikeout number seven on her mind through just three innings of pitching. No runs allowed. Crocker back into the box. Taylor Martin bends over, and then will swing that right arm, and it is fouled off to the right side. Crocker had to go down just to make contact right there. But she did successfully, and we'll do the no ball, two strike pitch once again. Crocker versus Martin, nobody on, and two outs, bottom of the third inning. This game moving pretty quickly. This one swung on line to right field. That is a foul ball. Otherwise, that was looking at extra bases for Crocker. If that gets down fair, Smothers chased after it, but it just crossed the foul line. And we'll have to do the 0-2 once again after back-to-back -back fouls by Crocker. A 
couple seconds before this 0-2 pitch once again had to retrieve that foul ball. Now here we go. Crocker's in. White behind the dish is laying down the signs. Martin's got one she likes. And here comes the delivery. It is grounded. And that's three straight foul balls off the bat of Crocker. And we'll do it once more. So we'll see who gets the best of this battle between Martin and Crocker. After three straight foul balls, Crocker is trying to get that timing lined up and keep this third alive. She will not as this one has swung on a miss. It does get away, but Crocker just now out of the box. Martin's got it, throw to first, and she's safe as Crocker will beat it out on the drop third strike. Thought that was going to be inning, but it took a second for the defenders of Moberly to find where that ball went. And by the time the third baseman Passbury came in and got it, Crocker was able to beat it out. So nice hustle there by Crocker, and that gives Madison Lucas a chance with a two-out base runner. So credit Martin with her now seventh strikeout of the game. But Crocker reaches. Now here comes the prolific Madison Lucas from the number three spot in the order. First pitch to her is a called strike. Very nice delivery right there by Martin. As Lucas took what looked to be an off-speed pitch. Now it's no balls and a strike on her. Infield in pretty regular positions. Crocker's on first base. Martin has now got the pitch. He's going to deliver the 0-1. It is fouled off to the right side. And Lucas now behind no balls and two strikes. Martin will make, looking to make it three strikeouts this inning despite facing four batters thanks to the drop third strike that Crocker was able to beat out by about half a step. Lucas back into the box now, waiting the no ball, two strike pitch with two outs in this bottom of the third inning. Here it is. She will pop it up. And that gets off the net right in front of me. And we'll do the 0-2 once again. So at the very least, Hulls are at least starting to time it up a little bit more. Haven't put a whole lot of balls in play. Blakemore really had the best hit ball of the day. She's on deck. That came in the first inning when she singled the right field. Other than that, no hits so far through Hallsville. Here's the next pitch. Lucas will pop it up on the infield. First base with Mickle going over. Now in foul territory, and she makes the catch for out number three. So Hallsville through three innings has been kept off the scoreboard, and Abby Lear will be back out to try and keep this thing at just a one nothing deficit when we return in just a moment. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market. Anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, a veteran-owned business. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Hallsville and Mobley in this first round of district playoff softball on the Show Me Sports Network. Ben Schmidt here bringing you the rest of this one and through just about 35, 40 minutes, we're already through three innings as Abby Lear back out into the circle for Hallsville. They trail one to nothing, an unearned run that scored in the top of the first inning 
Other than that, the pitchers in this one have been fantastic, both Lear and Martin on the other side for Moberly. Moberly, the number eight seed in this tournament so far, has gotten the better of Hallsville, but still plenty of time left in this one. Chloe Ferguson will lead this thing off. Middle of the order, due up for Moberly, four, five, and six, Ferguson, Martin, and Mickle. Infield pretty much lined up at normal spots. First pitch is going to be lined left center field, but Jones looks to have a read going back on it, and she makes the catch. That's out number one. Ball looked to be hit pretty decent off the bat, but it hung out for a long, long time, and Jones with more than enough speed to go over and get it. That's one pitch and one out here in the fourth. So Lear's really started to settle in, really has been in for most of the game. The one run that scored came on a error on a, what would have been a double play to end the inning. First pitch popped up out of play. 0-1 now to Martin, who struck out her first time up. But outside of that, Lear in the second went three up, three down. And the third retired three out of four. The other one that reached was on a walk and now has retired the first batter here in the fourth. So Martin, the pitcher, trying to help herself out. She grounds this backhand play by Lucas at third. Her throw to first is on the money. Nicely done by the third baseman as Lucas fielded that one on the backhand right at the bag. And three pitches to get two outs. And Weir looks to be kind of in a groove right now. Jade Mickle will step in. She grounded out to the pitcher Lear on the first pitch of the second inning. This first pitch misses upstairs to Mickle. So now 1-0. Just two hits for Moberly, one hit for Halsell. So it has been a pitcher's duel so far. Here comes the next pitch. That one also upstairs. Now 2-0. The top of the fourth inning right now. Nobody on and two outs. Mickle ahead of a 2-0 count. Lear's got to find the strike zone, and she gets a swing and miss right here to make it 2-1. Lear's got three punch outs so far compared to Martin's seven on the other side, but both yet to allow an earned run. It's been a very good work by both of them. Here's the 2-1 pitch. This one line to Lucas, and she barely has to move to make that catch, and three up, three down by Lear in this top of the fourth inning. As she's certainly keeping Halls in it. Now we'll see if the offense can pick up the slack when they come to the plate down one and nothing in the bottom of the fourth when we're back on the Show Me Sports Network. The score of any athletic event is generally forgotten over time, but the actions of players, coaches, and spectators leave lasting impressions. The next time you attend a high school game, think of how history will remember you. Choose good sportsmanship and help rekindle the spirit of citizenship. Remember, the lessons you teach today will help develop better citizens in our communities for tomorrow. This message has been brought to you by your friends at the Missouri State High School Activities Association and this local radio station. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions to the bottom of the fourth we go on the show me sports network hallsville and moberly 
Meredith Blakemore, the cleanup hitter and catcher, set to lead off this inning. She's responsible for Hallsville's only hit a single to right field in the first inning that the time put runners on the corners with two outs. Hallsville hasn't done a whole lot since. She swings first pitch, and that's foul. Hit it hard, but was late on it and sends it over near the Marbley dugout. Now 0-1 on her. Abby Weir, the pitcher, waits on deck, and then Marissa Austin, the left fielder, in the hole. No balls and a strike. And here comes the next pitch. This one swung on I mean, it. says Blakemore goes after a pitch upstairs and comes up empty. So now no balls and two strikes. Hallsville has had trouble facing Morbley's starting pitcher, Taylor Martin. And has just a couple innings as we get through the middle parts of this ball game to really get the offense going. This one fouled straight back and will do the no ball two strike pitch here again in just a moment. Pretty good amount of purple here on the stands in the visitor's side. Had to call an audible this morning when the game was moved from Centralia to here in Moberly. Not too far to travel, though. For those who couldn't make it, thanks so much for listening with us on the Show Me Sports Network. No ball, two-strike pitch to Blakemore. Pops it foul, and that's going to get in amongst the crowd. So Blakemore now battling back-to-back -back foul balls after falling behind 0-2. She was down 1-2 when she singled to right field. Easily moved Lucas to third, but they were both left stranded when Martin bounced back to strike out Lear, pitcher on pitcher, crime to end the inning. Martin's got the sign. It's next pitch, line right side, and that is foul. First baseman Mickle gave chase, but it went into foul territory before reaching the first base bag. So three straight fouls now off the bat of Blakemore. Trying to get anything jump-started for this Hallsville offense as we're about halfway through. One more game to follow here tonight. That one, Father Tolton versus California. That's at this park right after the conclusion of this one. Snowballs and two strikes. Blakemore, the catcher, left foot kicked out just a little. She will take this one as it bends out of the zone. One and two. Martin through three innings pitch. Has not allowed a run. Seven punch outs and just one hit given up. Here comes the one ball, two strike pitch. Blakemore battling. She'll take again, and it misses low again. So now she's starting to maybe turn this count in her favor, getting Martin to pitch back-to-back -back out of the zone. And we'll see if it can lead to success here to lead off this bottom of the fourth inning. Blakemore v. Martin. Nobody on, nobody out. Bottom of the fourth for number one seeded Hallsville. Next pitch, this one line right side, and it's off the glove of the second baseman, Reismiller, but she's got the composure to pick it up and throw to first in time to get the batter Blakemore. Looked for a second like once that kicked away it may get into right field but nice play by Reismauer to stay calm and pick it up and throw it over to Mickle. One up one down here in the fourth. So Abby Lear steps in now see if she can help herself out. Center fielder Ferguson is playing more towards right center, so there's a very large gap in left center field. Interesting alignment with a right-handed hitter at the plate. This one at the knees called strike 0-1. Can't say I've seen a whole lot of teams face Hallsville use that sort of alignment. The left fielder Thompson maybe pulled over just a little bit, but if Weir sends one to the left center field gap, it'd be pretty tough for Ferguson to run it down where she's situated. This next pitch, this one grounded actually hit over foul right side and it's now 0-2 so continuously Hallsville has fallen behind in counts 
can't do a lot of battle when Martin's been attacking strike zone like she has, but not a whole lot of balls put in play early in counts. Looking at the ones that Hallsville has put in play, only one of them has came before the third pitch of the at-bat. Actually, two of them, including the bunts ground out by Christian Jones. Outside of that, it's been a lot of long at-bats for Hallsville that haven't resulted in hits. 0-2 pitch, this one, called strike three to Lear as she is rung up this time on a backwards K as White could not have brought that one any perfectly at the top of the zone. And two up, two down here in the fourth. Strikeout number eight in the game for Martin. And now Marissa Austin, the left fielder, hits from the left side of the plate, steps in. Hallsville down one to nothing as we're an out away from sending this one to the fifth inning. Here comes the first pitch. Austin will swing and miss as she waves. It will look to be an off-speed pitch. Now 0-1-1. The way Martin's been pitching, she looks right now like she may have a chance to go the full seven. But Hallsville still plenty of time to change that. Hopefully scratch some runs across and keep Moberly with just that one that they've scored so far. No balls and a strike. Austin shows bunt, pops it up. Taylor off the mound. Excuse me, Taylor Martin off the mound. And she makes the slide and grab for out number three. Nicely done by the pitcher. Showing off a little bit of the glove work right there. So that's going to retire the side in order to the fifth we go. This game moving quickly. We're back out to the circle and we return in just a moment on the Show Me Sports Network. At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor. Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Cartier can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcartee.avonrepresentative.com. Com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carti. Game moving along quickly to the fifth inning we go. Also down one to nothing on a run that Mobley scored way back at the top of the first inning. Ever since then, it has been goose eggs on both sides. Abby Little going to continue that trend facing this bottom part of the Mobley order. Seven, eight, nine. Thompson, White, and Smothers. Thompson first pitch to her, and this one aligned. It's going to be caught by Lear as she gets off the circle to make the catch. And for the second straight inning, Lear retires the first batter she faces on one pitch. So nicely done for her as she is really locked in ever since that one unearned run scored in the top of the first inning. So can't really blame her for it anyway. And she'll now go to work against Madison, excuse me, Macy White, who struck out swinging her first time up. First pitch. This one's going to be a ball, 1-0. Moberly batting to lead off the fifth inning, although they are technically the away team in this game since they're the lower seed, the eighth seed. This is being played at their stadium. Game was moved from Centralia here due to some rain. After that first pitch of the at-bat to Macy White was called a ball 
head coach for Hulls allowed to discuss because that pitch looked to be pretty borderline. Don't know what specifically he, he is discussing about the call, but regardless, didn't like something about it. Now he's having a chat with the home plate umpire. While he does that, everyone on the infield convenes at the mound with the pitcher Lear, Lucas at third, Crocker at short, Alley at second, and Martin at first. Have played pretty good defense so far today since the one error, the costly one in the first inning. Outside of that, been pretty clean. Abby Lear's got three strikeouts and just two hits allowed through now four in the third innings. So meeting over one ball, no strike count. This one is right down the middle. That's a called strike one and one as Lear cannot have put that one more in the strike zone. So one ball and a strike defense straight up as this one will bend inside. Umpire raises that left arm to say that's where it missed. Now two balls and a strike. Outfield in pretty much normal positions as well. Jones in center looks to be pretty much even with the second base bag. This one is a called strike. Nabs the outside part of the, of the zone. Blakemore did a good job on the receiving end. Maybe you've brought that one back a little bit to the plate. So it's now two balls and two strikes. We're going to retire her second batter to start this fifth inning. This one is going to be inside. That's called a ball. So now it's run all the way full. Lear has retired seven straight batters ever since the walk to lead off the third inning. Can make it eight with a strike right here, but it is full. She has walked just one batter. This would be number two. It's grounded left side. Lear on a backhand. She's got it. Nice play throw to first, and that's in time for out number two here in the fifth inning. We've seen Lucas now make two backhanded plays even with the third base bag. That one probably a little bit niftier, and that's out number two. Nice play by Lucas. Two up, two down here in the fifth. So two on, nobody out. Abigail Smothers, number nine hitter. The last mobile hitter to reach with a walk in the third inning. This one swung on and missed as Lear Fulder right there. Kind of an awkward swing by Smothers. She's now behind 0-1. Just three mobile hitters have reached in general. A single, double, and a walk. Here comes the no ball, one strike pitch. This one bends out of the zone. So now one ball, one strike on Smothers batting for the second time. Then we go back to Messer, the leadoff hitter, who waits on deck. We're in the top of the fifth inning, two outs and nobody on. Next pitch from Lear, this one will bend inside. Blake Blakemore tried to get the call on the lower part of the zone, but did not get it. It's now two and one. We're gonna have to rebound a little bit. Two balls and a strike. Lear's got the sign from Blakemore who sets up low and it misses low. It's now three and one. So Lear in danger of walking Smothers for the second time in this game and putting a two out base runner on for Moberly. Three balls and one strike. Here's Lear's next delivery. This one will bat out of the zone. That's a walk to Smothers. She's been on both times. Now only hit her on both sides. Who can say that? And now we go back to the top and Kennedy Messer. We'll see what she can do. Crucial here that Hallsville, with how Martin is pitching on the other side, keep this at just a one-run deficit. Two outs, just a runner on first, but Messer in. Grounds this one left side. Lucas to her left. She's got it up with it. Throw to first is just in time to get the hustling Messer. Lucas made a couple of nice plays that inning at third. Otherwise, Mobley may be looking at some more runs. That'll end the top of the fifth. Hallsville's got work to do on offense, showing one and nothing as we head to the bottom of the fifth on the Show Me Sports Network.
Tonight's game is not only a competitive contest between these two schools, but it's also an educational experience for the students involved. Because high school activities are about learning life values, your friends at this local radio station and the Missouri State High School Activities Association remind everyone to do their part in keeping our hometown sports a positive experience for everyone. When you attend your next game, do your part to help rekindle the spirit of citizenship by showing good sportsmanship. You'll be teaching a positive lesson, and you'll be preserving a proud tradition in the state of Missouri. In today's world, injury prevention is at the top of everyone's list. However, heat-related occurrences get routinely overlooked. Zealous WBGT puts that front and center. By using cutting-edge formulas and technology, Zealous WBGT streamlines and simplifies obtaining and documenting wet bulb globe temperature readings. With a simple touch of a button, you can check WBGT anywhere in the world, receiving alerts when the WBGT goes over the threshold you select. Join the stress-free way to protect student-athletes, employees, and overall operations from extreme heat by downloading the free Zealous WBGT app today. Save time, save money, save lives with Zealous WBGT. Also, offense back up. Their turn to try and erase this deficit. Down one to nothing in the bottom of the fifth. Ben Schmidt here on the Show Me Sports Network. Danica Alley, first one to try and do some damage. She'll take a ball upstairs, 1-0. It'll be Alley, Wildenhain, then Calvert. Facing Taylor Martin, who's got four innings, eight strikeouts, and just one hit allowed. And, of course, no runs. But still plenty of time. I guess I shouldn't say plenty, but three innings to go for this very high-scoring Hallsville offense to try and climb out of this. This one upstairs, but I think Allie went around. She did, and now even a ball and a strike. Tried to check her swing, but just could not do it. May have been a call strike anyway. It was on that top outside part of the strike zone, so... Now Alley waiting before getting back in the box. It's one ball, one strike count. Hallsville has not had a lot of success since the first inning on offense. Only batter to reach since the first was Crocker, and that was on a drop third strike. This one upstairs, now two and one. Alley's just able to hold up that swing a moment ago. It would be a 3-0 count with a chance to lead off this inning with a Hallsville base runner. Hallsville has not had a leadoff base runner at any point in this game. Two balls, one strike. And nobody out. Defense playing slightly in. Alley will take this one that bends out of the zone. So Martin having a little bit more trouble finding the strike zone. Despite only walking one batter so far through four innings. Has missed a little bit right here. And it's now 3-1. and one. We'll see if Alley is given the green light or if they're trying to get her on with a walk. Martin has got the signs from the catcher White. She leans over now, delivers the pitch. It's a called strike at the knees. Perfect location right there by Martin. A 3-1 count have the trust to throw that pitch and hope that it doesn't bend too low it is pretty big for Moberly and now it's two three balls and two strikes so run all the way full leadoff batter of this bottom of the fifth inning Allie showing bunt but we presume she'll show she'll pull it back she does here's a pitch and it's swung on a miss for strike three so Martin bounces back to get Allie after falling behind three and one and Allie's punch out victim number nine for the first out of the bottom of the fifth Now Brianna Wildenhain, who struck out, steps in. Bat just raised over her back, right shoulder. I'm going to give Halsell a base runner. Swings grounded right side on a couple hops. Reismauer's got it, throw to first. And Mikko receives it for out number two. Wildenhain, although hit the ball well, was retired on just one pitch. And now two up, two down in the fifth. So Haley Calvert, now the number nine hitter, will step in. 
before we go back to the top of the lineup in Jones who waits on deck. First round of this district playoffs, one seed Hallsville versus eight seed Moberly. So now here comes the first pitch. Calvert swings and misses as she's late on that one. It's now 0-1. One more K for Martin and she'll be in double digits. And there's only two outs in the bottom of the fifth inning. This game moving pretty quickly as we're almost through five innings in just about an hour. Here comes the no ball one strike pitch. This one bends low and inside. Nicely blocked behind the plate by Waits. Now even a ball and a strike. Back in the box now is Calvert. Stands just slightly open, not as much as some of the other, other hitters for Hallsville. Next pitch, this one grounded into foul territory, but now one and two, and this is where Martin has really made her money when she's gotten ahead of Hallsville hitter, hitters in two strike counts. So Taylor Martin allowing just one hit, no runs, is looking to retire the side in the fifth. Would have done it now for four straight innings if not for the drop third strike back in the third. One ball, two strikes. Calvert going to have to protect right here. Set is made by White, and this one skips in. It looked like she was setting on the outside corner, but the ball doesn't even make it to home plate. It's now a two-ball, two-strike count on Calvert. So two balls, two strikes, two outs, and nobody on. Bottom of the fifth inning, Halsell down one run to nothing. Here comes the next pitch. It is lined to the pitcher. Martin off the mound. She's got it. And that is a pop out to her to end the inning for the second inning in a row. She catches one for out number three. So the sixth inning we go. Hallsville looking at a one nothing deficit. We are back out to pitch for the Lady Indians in just a moment. Hello, Blake Gasaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. Top of the order for Mobley in this top of the sixth inning looking to play add-on. They've led one to nothing since the top of the first, but goose eggs on both sides ever since. And both pitchers, Lear and Martin, have really locked in. Elizabeth Reismauer, first pitch, line right side. It is going to be caught by Martin, but she'll take it to the bag just for just for giggles, and that's out number one on one pitch. So Lear's now gone three straight innings with retiring the first batter on one pitch. 
That one was caught by Martin, but she just picked it off the turf, so I understand why she would take that one to the bag just to make sure in case they rule she didn't catch it. First pitch is going to be appealed. At first, they rule that pass break did not go around. Interesting call right there because it seemed to be similar when they called on Alley last inning, but this time does not does go the way of Mobley once again, and that's a ball 1-0 on pass break. She scored the, excuse me, not scored, but would have been out number three in the first, but instead the throw went awry, and not only was she safe, but then the run on third safe as well. Next pitch, a strike 1-1 one one on her. We're going to strike out three, allowed two hits, and an unearned run through now five and a third innings. Next pitch is a called strike, now one and two. So nice bounce back by Leary after not getting the first pitch called. Next two are called strikes, now one and two. Leary does not have a strikeout since the third inning, but really not what matters because she keeps putting up zeros. This one fouled off, so it's stage one and two. Chloe Ferguson, the number four hitter, waits on deck. Fast Briggs got a double and a pop out so far. Back into the box now is this number three hitter in third baseman for Moberly. We're trying to get her for the second out of the top of the sixth inning. This one lined to left, but that's going to get fouled out of play. She smoked that ball, but was way out in front of it. And if she's on time there, we may be looking at a 2-0 ball game because that easily cleared the Hallsville dugout. So now still one ball, two strike count. We're looking for out number two here in the fifth. Hallsville and Mobley on the Show Me Sports Newark round one of district playoffs. This one swung on a miss as Lear's got her fourth punch out. And pass break is set down via the K. And two up, two down in the sixth. Man, Lear has really looked good, especially in this middle to late innings. So Chloe Ferguson, 0 for 2 with a line out and a fly out, is in. Nobody on and two outs. First pitch swung on a miss as that one had some movement on it coming inside on Ferguson. So now 0 and 1. Ferguson in the center fielder looking to keep things going in this top of the sixth inning. This one gets out of the zone and it's now even a ball and a strike. Big thing for Lear too is has walked just two batters so far. It was both the same person, Smothers. Other than that, she has had complete command so far. 1-1 pitch, this one also upstairs now, 2-1. Hope I don't jinx her as she falls behind to Ferguson. Taylor Martin, the pitcher, waits on deck. Sun just about to go down beyond the trees in the distance in right field as we get past six. This one hit well to left, but it looks like Austin's going to have a play. Angles to her right and makes the catch head high for out number three in the six. And three up, three down once again for Lear as she keeps Moberly at just one run. To the bottom of the six we go. Halswell's down to just their last three outs. They've got a scratch run across top of the order due up when we return on just a moment on the Show Me Sports Network. Whether it's balls and strikes, fouls or flags, your referees and game officials are a vital part of high school athletics. If you've ever tried your hand at officiating, you know how hard these men and women work, and you certainly know that they would never miss a call intentionally. Keep these things in mind as you attend sporting events. After all, respecting officials and authority figures is one of the most valuable lessons that we could teach our students. This message has been brought to you by your friends at this local radio station and the Missouri State High School Activities Association. 
Hi, I'm retired Army Sergeant Trent Dirks, and I want to tell you about an organization that saved and changed my life forever. Retrieving Freedom provides highly trained service dogs to veterans with disabilities and children with autism absolutely free of charge, thanks to the generous donations and support from people just like you. Experts from Retrieving Freedom help throughout the entire process from fostering programs through service dog placement. Retrieving Freedom gave me the skilled service dog, Tracer, who has been my best friend in my lifeline. To find out more about how you can get involved, volunteer, foster, or to donate, visit their website, retrievingfreedom.org. Retrieving Freedom, changing lives through the training and placement of service dogs for veterans with disabilities and children with autism. Top of the order for Hallsville in this bottom of the sixth inning, down one to nothing, and Christian Jones to lead off. She will swing and foul it straight back. It's now 0-1 on her. This could be, although not the last inning, the biggest inning left in this game just because you're getting 1-2-3 in the order in Jones, Crocker, and Lucas with Blakemore and Lear to follow. So money making time for Hallsville as they've got a battle out of this one nothing hole if they want to keep their playoff hopes alive as their number one seed. Jones will take a ball downstairs. To make things one and one, they've got great pitching from starter Abby Lear, who's gone six innings, just one run that came across on the air. But the offense has been kept off the scoreboard by starting pitcher Taylor Martin, who's allowed just one hit and struck out nine. It's a one-one count on Christian Jones. She's 0 for two. Now it's a ball two and one. How huge would it be if Jones could get on to start this inning with her speed? Would likely see her in motion to potentially give Hallsway runner in scoring position right away. Nick, could they use Jones right here? She, she's inclined to bunt as she's done for most of the season ahead. And 2-1 count. Martin bends over and will now bring it. This one lined to left field, and that's through a base hit. Second of the game as Jones comes through right there. Could not have done it at a better time. Second hit of the ball game for Hallsville. And now Jones is on to lead off the six, and this road Hallsville crowd is loving it. Well, still a long, long way to go to this one, but that could be one of those big-time players make big-time plays and big-time moments type of thing if Jones is able to eventually come home and score and tie this game after singling to left. So how soon will she be put in motion as the tying run? Delaney Crocker steps in. She's 0 for 2. Also a crowd scenting the momentum, getting into it a little bit. This one upstairs, a ball 1-0. and 0. So Jones singles the left field, just the second hit that Martin has given up in the first since the first inning. She's now at first base. Infield slightly in at the corners. Crocker is in the box. This one line to center field. Center fielder Ferguson coming in. Jones is running. She goes back to first. Catch is made. And that's a big out number one for Martin here in the sixth inning. Jones was trying to swipe second right there, but Crocker hit it directly to the center fielder Ferguson. So Jones had to retreat. And now here comes Madison Lucas. Hulls with the number one seed down to their final five outs of the playoffs in this first round. But some of their best hitters come into the plate and their fastest runner is at first base with one out in the bottom of the sixth inning. Here comes the first pitch. Jones running again. Lucas takes it though to second and Jones is in there with a steal. So she steals that one pretty easily, slid in there, but the throw is not going to get her out as it came late from White. And now Lucas... Gets the ball call there too, so she's ahead in a 1-0 count and a base hit with the speed of Jones at second base, likely not sustained at one. So Lucas now back into the box. She's got a walk and a pop out. And field relatively normal depth of the corners come in a little bit. She swings line just to right field. It's sinking fast and it's going to get foul. 
So now even one and one is that one bends out of play. Probably the biggest at bat of the game versus Martin who's been dominant and Lucas who has had a great season for Hallsville. Tying run at second base, bottom of the sixth inning and one out. One ball, excuse me, there is no balls and two strikes. The scoreboard was wrong. This one way upstairs, now it's one and two. Thought it was one one, but the scoreboard switched to 0 oh and two. It's now one and two as Jones is at second base. She just swipes second. Be interested to see if they try and put her in motion again and maybe get her to third with less than two outs. It would be very, very risky though in this situation. Martin has got the sign. Here's the one two pitch. That one's outside again. Nice take by Lucas. And it's now a two ball, two strike count. Lucas has just the one walk issued so far by Martin. No runs allowed across the plate by this pitcher, Martin. Two balls, two strikes, one out to Lucas. Big moment upcoming. Here's the pitch, it's grounded. That's gonna get into the center field for a base hit. Jones the wave all the way. Here comes the throw, she's in there, and we're tied at one. Madison Lucas, when it really counted, came through with a single to center field, and Jones was easily gonna score all the way. It's 1-1, bottom of the sixth inning. When it mattered most, the top of the order comes through for Hallsville, down to their final five outs. And Jones and Lucas both deliver singles, give Lucas the RBI, her first hit of the game. She's been on base two out of three times, and here comes Blakemore with a go-ahead run at first base. This one upstairs, a ball 1-0 on Blakemore, who has the one other hit for Hallsville. That came in the first, a single to right field. Martin going to try and retire Blakemore for out number two here in the sixth. She swings to right field. It's dropping fast, and that's going to get down a base hit. On her way to third base is Lucas. Blakemore going to second. They're going to hold Lucas. She runs through it. Here comes the throw to the plate, the slide. She's out at home. Lucas tried to score all the way from first base on the play, and White's got the throw and made the tag. Blakemore goes to third on the play, but for the moment, Mobley saves what would have been the go-ahead run from Smothers to home plate, and White makes the tag, and Lucas is out at home. What a big play by Marbley defensively to keep this thing tied. So absolutely huge right there as Lucas was on her horse trying to score all the way from first, but she is thrown out at the plate. Halsell Still has the go-ahead run at third base with two outs, and can Abby Lear help herself out in this bottom of the six? Lear v. Martin, pitcher v. pitcher in the first pitch is a swing and miss, 0-1. Both crowds really into it now as we approach near the end of this ball game. So Blakemore gets her second hit of the game, moves up all the way to third, I would presume it'd be called a double, moves to third on the throw to the plate. Here's the pitch to Lear, and that's a called strike. You can hear the crowd in the background. They're loving the call right now, and it's now 0-2 on Lear. So Martin looking for strikeout number 10, just gave up her first run of the game. It's 1-1, bottom of the sixth inning between Hallsville and Moberly. Blakemore at third. Here's the pitch to Lear. Swing and a miss, and she's retired. And a big out at home plate, and a strikeout for Martin keeps this thing tied. 
but at the very least, this game is tied thanks to Madison Lucas's RBI single. And to the final inning, we go 1 1. We'll be right back in just a moment on the Show Me Sports Network. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. Fans, when you attend a high school game, do you stand at attention during the national anthem? Do you cheer a good play by the opposing team? If your team loses, do you take it well in stride? If you have answered yes to any of those questions, you are showing positive examples of sportsmanship. Don't forget that when you attend high school events, young eyes are watching you for examples of acceptable behavior. By making a conscientious effort, you'll be helping our students grow into better citizens. This message has been brought to you by your friends at the Missouri State High School Activities Association and this local radio station. We need extras here on the Show Me Sports Network. Ben Schmidt bringing you all the madness that just took place in that bottom of the sixth inning. Madison Lucas tying it up at one apiece, but then being thrown out on the Wildenhain hit. Otherwise, Halls would be up 2-1 to one right now if not for great defensive play turned in by Boberly. Good news for Halsell is, at the very least, this thing is tied one-to-one, -one, and Lear, who has been dominant since the first inning, could give Halsell a chance to walk it off if she can throw another zero up on the scoreboard. Middle of the order, Martin, Mickle, and Thompson do up for Moberly. How about the inning that we just witnessed between Halsell and Moberly? A lot of madness just took place. This one foul, now 0-1. That's what makes being a fan, and especially me being a broadcaster, fun is innings like that. And hopefully the fun continues with a Hallsville walk-off. But it's all got to start with Lear putting another zero up on the scoreboard. She gets a called strike 0-2, trying to retire her first batter of the seventh. She has been in a groove for these last couple innings. Went three up, three down in the fourth and sixth. Allowed just one base runner in the fifth. That was a walk. She's given up just two hits and one under and run. This one hit to right, but right fielder Calvert's got it measured. She will make the catch on her left hip out number one and a big out number one in the seventh. So Jade Mickle will step in. She's got a ground and a line out 0 for 2 officially. Mobley looking to get back the lead that they held through this first six and a third innings. Now top seven. Here comes the pitch. This one knuckled off and out of play 0 and 1. Lear has not had a ton of strikeout stuff, but she's been effective inducing a lot of weak contact for strikeouts, but just two hits given up. She's been exactly what Hawes will need, especially on a day where the offense has not been scoring a ton of runs. 0-1 pitch on the way. This one's swung on a miss now. 0-2 on Mickle. Sun now really is setting the temperature, cooling a little bit. We may have some softball under the lights, depending on how much longer this game goes. No balls and two strikes. Here's Lear's delivery. It's grounded foul, and we'll do it again. Pitch was moving inside on Mickle, and she had to turn away inside to make contact. But all that matters is she did, and we'll do the 0-2 again. 
Here's the pitch. This one fouled out of play. And we'll do the oh no ball and two strike count once again. Madison Thompson, the left fielder, waiting on deck. Back into the box now. Lear versus Mickle. Here's the pitch. This one is going to bend low. Nicely blocked behind the plate by Blakemore, although with nobody on. Really would not have mattered if it got past her. Infield defense for Hallsville playing in pretty much normal positions. First baseman Martin is maybe even a step behind the bag. Lucas the third is a step in. This one way upstairs. Now two and two. So hopefully Lear can make a pitch right here and not let this thing get full and give Mobley a chance to put the go-ahead run on first base. Here comes the two balls, two strike pitch from Lear. It's grounded right side. Second baseman Alley has got it. Her throw to Martin at first base is in time. And two up, two down here in the seventh inning. One more to go, and it's going to be Madison Thompson who will step into the box. Looking ahead to Hallsville in the bottom of the seventh inning with a chance to win it or have to tie it depending on what Moberly does here in just a moment. It'll be the bottom of the order, 6-7-8, Austin Alley and Wildenhain. First pitch is a called strike. 0-1 on Thompson. If you're just joining us, Moberly took the lead in the top of the first inning and had held it ever since the bottom of the sixth inning when Madison Lucas tied the game with an RBI single scoring Christian Jones. 0-1 pitch grounded right side. And so the recap will have to hold, but it's booted. Now throw to first. It's going to be late as Alley had a kick off her and just couldn't make the throw in time. And that's going to allow the inning to continue as Thompson was hustling all the way and beat it out. And I don't even think that that's Alley out there at second base anymore. Can't totally see the number, but that may be Addison Daly out there. Believe that is. So potentially swap Alley for Daly out at second. Regardless, the Bible allows the runner to reach. Now runner on with two outs, but the first pitch to Macy White is a called strike 0-1. Runner at first base is Thompson who just reached on that air. Here's the 0-1 pitch. This one swung on, hit to left field. Austin to her right now going back, and she makes the catch. Was not easy, but she hauls it in. Nicely done, and that will end at the top of the seventh. Don't go anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. Hauls it with a chance to walk it off and move on to the next round when we return in just a moment on the Show Me Sports Network. Attention Indians fans, here's your chance to help the student-athletes of Hallsville by becoming a member of the Hallsville Athletic Boosters. Your gifts help provide all Hallsville athletes with a safe and positive experience while attending our school district and also help purchase items that our sports team couldn't otherwise afford. You can join the Hallsville Athletic Boosters this season for as little as $25. Membership is open to everyone. Interested in joining? Look them up on Facebook by searching Hallsville Athletic Boosters or email them at HallsvilleAthleticBoosters at gmail.com. Let's go Indians! Back on the Show Me Sports Network, Hallsville with a chance to walk it off and move on to the next round of this district playoff tournament. We're in the quarterfinal round, the number one seed Hallsville has been pushed to the limit so far, taking on Moberly. But now in this bottom of the seventh inning, tied one to one, a single run here wins the game. So it'll be six, seven, eight in the order, due up for the Lady Indians, Austin, Alley, and Wildenhain, and they're gonna face the same pitcher who has done it the entire time for Moberly, Haley, excuse me, Taylor Martin, 
Haley Martin is a Hallsville player, but Taylor Martin has gone six innings, punched out ten, given up four hits, three of them coming in the sixth inning, and the one run. This game would be over if not for a great defensive play made last inning to throw Lucas at home and keep this thing tied. So here we go. Bottom of the final inning, Austin in, infield in at the corners, and now time will be called before this first pitch of the at-bats. Hallsville dugout is getting loud right now, arguably the most momentum they've had all day, finally not trailing in this one. Here's the first pitch to Austin. She swings and fouls it out of play 0-1. Austin has popped out to first and the pitcher. How sweet would it be if she could get a little air under one, but this time set it over one of those walls, 210 to left, right, and center. Here comes the 0-1 delivery from Martin to Austin, and it will be missing low. That's a ball one and one. Infield, especially at third with pass break, is a couple steps in front of the bag. First base side, maybe not move as far in. First time Hallsville has started any inning at the plate tied they were trailing from the second they came to the plate in the bottom of the first next pitch Austin lines it out to left field it's getting down near the wall it's going to be a foul ball that would have been extra bases to lead off the inning for Austin that did not get fouled by much as Thompson went back if that thing is just a little bit farther to the right we're looking at a runner in scoring position to start this bottom of the seventh inning instead it's now a one two count on Austin oh so close right there had to pause for a quick water break now we're back one ball two strikes on Austin Danica Alley waiting on deck Martin looking for 11th punch out. Austin just missed an extra base hit and she will take this one. Misses low now two and two. That would have at the very least been a double, maybe even more depending on how it kicked. But it goes just foul. Home plate umpire making the call. Austin has got a ton of room to work with down the right field line. If she can line one over there, if she were to hit one down the right field line, she may be looking at runner on third base. Martin's got the pitch, 2-2. This one also misses low now, 3-2, and two, and a very big pitch right here. as potential for Hallsville to get the leadoff base runner on with good speed, 2 and Austin. We'll see what Austin is willing to swing at and what she's willing to take right here to try and get on. Three balls, two strikes, bottom of the final inning, 1-1 game. Nobody out and nobody on. Here comes the pitch to Austin. It misses low, and she's on with a walk to start the seventh inning. Excellent at bat there by Austin. She was behind one and two and worked it full. Is rewarded with a walk. And it's now a runner on first to start the bottom of the seventh inning. So we have a different hitter instead of Danica Alley. It's Addison Daly. So I mentioned she came in at second in the top of the seventh. She's now hitting in the bottom. Here's the pitch, it's a bonus popped up. Runner was going, she's going to be doubled off at first as the bunt is caught. Austin was running on the play, Daly bunted it and it was popped up and the third baseman pass break made the catch and easily throw it over to first base and that's a killer because two are retired on one play. Credit to pass break for coming in to not only catch the bunt but then realize that Austin was going they double her off at first base. Now nobody on with two outs as on just one pitch. 
Two Lady Indians are retired. Here comes Wildenhain who looks at a ball 1-0. She cannot keep this inning alive. We will head to extras in this district playoff game. One ball and no strikes. Here's the pitch. It's going to be swung on and missed. Actually, umpire rules that she fouled it. Regardless, it goes into the glove of White. So now 1-1. One one. Here comes the one ball. One strike pitch to Wildenhain, looking to keep this bottom of the seventh alive. Halswell trying to walk this thing off and move on to play tomorrow. Next one misses outside, so now two and one. Play of the inning, new hitter Addison Daly popped it up. And not only was she retired, but with the runner going for Hallsville, no chance for Austin to get back to the bag. She's doubled off and two are retired on one pitch. Now two out, nobody on. Wildenhain will swing, foul at right side, and that is headed for the stands. Now two and two. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. The stance here in Moberly for this match between Moberly and Hallsville are just about packed to the brim. Not a whole lot of empty seats. Even far down the left field line, it is filled with Hallsville fans. So two balls, two strikes, two outs. Martin looking to send us to extras so she can retire Wildenhain. Here's the pitch. It is swung on, and we'll do the foul ball again. Interested to see if this thing does go to the eighth. Do we see Lear back out there? She's been pretty dominant, so you would assume so, and has really not had to throw a ton of pitches. Here comes the delivery to Wildenhain. Two balls and two strikes. Martin's got the sign. Here it is. It swung on. It fouled again. Just misses one of the men in the dugout who came out to retrieve a different ball, and he had to duck out of the way to move out of that one. So 2-2, two, two. it's been the same count for the last couple of pitches. Wildenhain has been able to foul some things off and keep this at bat alive. Infield slightly in at the corners before this next pitch. Here it is, that one is outside. Moberly Cloud wanted it, but it clearly missed outside and the count is run full. White had to extend that glove from her catcher's position out of the zone to bring that one in. It's now three balls and two strikes, Wildenhain Trying to keep this bottom of the seventh alive. Here it is. She will swing and foul it off. So this long battle between Wildenhain and Martin continues. Martin looking for out number three and maybe even punch out number 11. Wildenhain looking to give Hallsville a chance to walk it off and not send this thing to extras. She reaches. Haley Calvert waits on deck. Three balls, two strikes, and two outs in a 1-1 ball game. Bottom of the seventh inning. Here's the pitch to Wildenhain. It is swung on and missed. As she is punched out number 11 and out number three in the seventh. So we need more than just the seven innings to figure this one out. Tied at one, head into the eighth when we're back on the Show Me Sports Network. Role models are more important than ever in today's society. You can serve as a role model for others the next time you display good sportsmanship at a high school athletic event. Good sports are winners and are also vital to preserving our fine sports traditions. So the next time you attend a sporting event, remember to be a good sport and help rekindle the spirit of citizenship. This message has been brought to you by your friends at the Missouri State High School Activities Association and this local radio station. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers. With some of the most advanced technologies on the market, anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 
to find out more on Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, a veteran-owned business. in a 1-1 ball game as both starting pitchers for Hallsville and Moberly have been dynamite and Hallsville's starter Abby Lear is back out there for this top of the eighth inning she's gone seven innings punching out four allowing just two hits and a run that came in on an error in the first inning so see if she can keep this Moberly offense at bay first pitch is swung on and fouled off the umpire 0-1 to Abigail Smothers who leads this thing off before we go back to the top of the order good news for Hallsville if they, they're going to get a chance to bat no matter what, but especially if they come to the plate trying to walk this thing off in a tie ball game, it'll be 9-1-2, and two, so back to the top of the order very soon for the Lady Indians to try and send this thing home and move on to the next round tomorrow. But Mobley's in the same spot. They're number nine hitter leading off this inning as well. Beautiful pitch right there by Lira as that had some movement. It falls into the strike zone. It's now 0-2. Lear. Retired three out of four last inning. One reached on an error. She's now head 0-2, and, and this one misses upstairs. Blake around to come out of her crouch to get it. It's now 1-2. and two. Thanks so much for spending your Wednesday evening with us on the Show Me Sports Network. Ben Schmidt bringing you this entire game. And then some, and that's a call. Strike three. Backwards, K as Smothers gets caught with the bat on her shoulder. That's strikeout number five for Lear in the first out of the eighth inning. Lear pitching at least one of the better games that I've been in attendance for. She has been rock solid, probably even better than that from start up until this point. One out now, top of the eighth inning. Kennedy Messer back at the top of the order. She's 0 for 3 and will take a called strike on the inside corner to make things 0 and 1. Back in the box now is Mesher. She will swing, pop it up. It's way high on the infield, but Blakemore comes out of her crouch to make the catch nicely done. And now that's the second out of the eighth inning. Lear looking as locked in as ever, and a nice play by Blakemore because that thing was hit way up in the air. Mesher is retired for the fourth time tonight. Here comes Elizabeth Rice-Mauer. She has been the only mobile hitter to cross the plate. She scored in the first inning since, has been struck out and lined out to first so two outs nobody on top of the eighth inning infield pretty much normal depth Crocker and the second baseman Daly are playing back on the infield corners are even with the bag first pitch makes it 0-1 so Reismauer in the box pass pick the number three hitter waits on deck this one tried to snap it in there but she couldn't get it now 1-1 One ball, one strike, two outs, and a 1-1 ball game. Pitcher's duel here in Moberly. Here's the next pitch. This one finds the strike zone, one and two. So Lear's now got five. It's not the 11 that Bart has, but really, what really matters if you putting up zeros on the scoreboard like Lear has? One, two, pitch, and swung on a miss, and that will end the eighth inning and send us to the bottom half with Hallsville once again trying to walk it off. Lear's done her part. Now can the offense send them on to the next round? 1-1 ball game when we return on the Show Me Sports Network. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10. 
doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! The score of any athletic event is generally forgotten over time, but the actions of players, coaches, and spectators leave lasting impressions. The next time you attend a high school game, think of how history will remember you. Choose good sportsmanship and help rekindle the spirit of citizenship. Remember, the lessons you teach today will help develop better citizens in our communities for tomorrow. This message has been brought to you by your friends at the Missouri State High School Activities Association and this local radio station. Bottom of the eighth inning. Who would have thought a 1-1 ball game between Hallsville, the one seed, and Moberly, the eighth seed. But here we are. Hallsville, even though we're playing in Moberly, can walk it off as they are the higher seed and home team. First pitch to Haley Calvert is going to come out of that right arm of Martin. She will swing line at center field. It's sinking fast. Coming in is Ferguson, and she'll make the catch for out number one. Looks like off the bat it may have a chance to drop, but it hungs up long enough for Ferguson. And to the top of the order on Kristen Jones we go. Jones was the igniter in that sixth inning where Hallsville tied it. She singled and scored on the Lucas single. That's the only run that the Lady Indians have scored. And as the sun begins to go down, hoping they can score another one relatively soon because I am not wearing a jacket. One ball after that one misses upstairs. Christian Jones did not bunt her last time up as we've seen her do so often this season. And a huge, huge base runner right here because if she's on, you can almost guarantee they will put her in motion at some point. Defense in at the corners, way in now. This one swung on and fouled off, off the net. And it's now one and one on Jones. Delaney Crocker waits on deck with Lucas to follow. Taylor Martin is still on the mound through seven and a third innings. She has struck out 11, giving up four hits and just the one run. Jones in a one ball, one strike count with one out and nobody on. Defense now maybe back a step. This one swung on back up the middle and that's in the center field for a base hit. So Jones has her second hit in her last two at bats and a big one here in the bottom of the eighth inning. She's on with Crocker and Lucas coming up. Great piece of hitting right there by Jones who just take it right back up the middle. And now we'll see how long until she's in motion. Crocker in, infield is way in. They're expecting Crocker to bunt right here. Here's the first pitch. It's going to be swung on a miss, 0-1 now to Crocker. She's 0-3 with two strikeouts and a flyout. Jones leads off of first base, 0-1 on Crocker. Martin looking to keep Halsell off the scoreboard and send us to the ninth. Jones is running, here's the pitch, and it is fouled out of play. So Jones will have to head back, and even bigger, it's 0-2. So Crocker at bat, Lucas waits on deck. This was the spot where Hallsville did their damage in the sixth inning. Crocker in, we'll see if Jones is running once again. She's singled, she's at first, no balls, and two strikes from Crocker. Here is the pitch from Martin. It is going to be upstairs, a ball, one and two, Jones not running. So she stays right at first base. Probably a good call because that pitch upstairs brought White out of her crouch. So she would have had a pretty good platform to throw on and maybe have a shot. 
So two balls, or excuse me, one ball and two strikes on Crocker. One out and a winning run at first base for Hallsville. Here's the pitch. It is going to miss outside now. Two and two on Crocker. Through the first four pitches, we've only seen Jones one run once, and it was a foul ball, so she had to go back. Scored the only run that Hallsville has. Crocker at bat. Lucas waiting on deck. Bottom of the eighth inning, so a run here wins it for Hallsville and sends them to the next round of the tournament tomorrow. Here's the pitch. It's upstairs, and now the count is full. So Hallsville trying to move Jones into scoring position. What better way to do it than Crocker getting on base, and she may be gifted first if Martin Lewis are on a walk. Three balls, two strikes. Jones at first base. Will she be running right here? Biggest pitch of the ball game so far. Here it is. It's line right center field. It is going to drop, and that's a base hit. Jones is on her way to third base, trying to make it first to third, and she's in with a head first slide. So Crocker's got her first hit of the night. Jones more than enough speed to go to third, and the winning run for Hallsville is 60 feet away. So now a meeting at the mound with the best hitter in the Hallsville lineup coming to the plate and just a ball in play could potentially win it for Hallsville. Back-to-back -back hits here with one out in the bottom of the eighth inning, a single by Jones and then a single by Crocker. That brings Hallsville up to six hits on the game and one out on Lucas coming up to bat. So a big meeting at the mound here for Mobley with Martin, who's gone seven in the third inning, striking out 11. And meanwhile, while that's happening, head coach for Hallsville is meeting with Lucas, Crocker, Jones, and Blakemore all over in third base hell territory. The meeting at the mound concludes knowing they cannot let Jones score from third. Ball in play, unless they double up, Lucas could win this game with only one out in the bottom of the eighth inning. So Crocker will lead off first. Jones is off third base, and here comes Madison Lucas. Drove in the only run that Hallsville has so far, and the infield is going to come in at the corners for Moberly. So here we go, Martin to Lucas. Here comes the first pitch. It's swung out and fouled out of play 0-1. Biggest thing is for Hallsville, have to put a ball in play. Can't let Martin off the hook by an easy out number two right here infield in everywhere not just at the corners they're coming home to try and get Jones if there is a ground ball no balls and a strike on Lucas here's the pitch it's upstairs it's dropped but quickly corralled by White now a one ball one strike count Crocker at first base in a one ball one strike count but all that matters is the winning run Jones at third with only one out winner moves on to tomorrow here's the pitch to Lucas and it's also upstairs two and one now I would expect that Moberly would be careful here with Lucas because you can't afford to walk her and load the bases for Blakemore. It gives you a force everywhere. So maybe not the worst strategy in the world for the pitch around her a little bit. 2-1 pitch on the way. It's swung on line to left center field, and that's going to win the ball game. It drops. Jones can walk on home, and Madison Lucas will send Hallsville on to the next round. Crocker scores, but her run doesn't even matter because Jones crossed first. And your final score is 2-1 to one Hallsville. So Lucas drives in both of the two runs for Hallsville. There was no doubt about it off the bat that that was going to win the game. And Hallsville is headed on to tomorrow to the semis. Final score, 2-1 to one in favor of Hallsville. The Lady Indians and Moberly will high-five out on the infield. 
as this game is won at eight innings in favor of Hallsville. Lucas does the final damage and Hallsville is moving on. Final score, two to one in favor of the Lady Indians. We'll wait to see who they take on tomorrow. It's gonna be Southern Boone or Centralia. And we'll be right back to wrap this thing up for good on the Show Me Sports Network. Hallsville wins it and we'll return in just a moment. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions at the boone county journal we're with you all the way we know that you're more than just a subscriber you're an employer you're a parent you're a neighbor most importantly you're a community member it's our goal to provide you with the latest news sports opinions obituaries classifieds and more to keep you informed about your community to find out more about the boone county journal or to subscribe call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com the boone county journal we're with you all the way Final on the Show Me Sports Network, Hallsville grabs a 2-1 win over Moberly, pardon me, and extras in this first round of the district tournament. It took a whole lot, but they were able to get it done, and they survived. That's all that matters, and you just heard all that on the Show Me Sports Network. I'll keep this recap brief, let you get on with the rest of your evening. Scoreboard here says 3-1 final, but Jones' run once it crossed the plate this game was over. Abby Lear for Halsell goes eight innings, striking out six, allows just the one unearned run and two hits. She was dynamite for Hallsville on the pitching side. And on the offensive side, it was the top of the order that really got things done. Christian Jones got on with two singles in the sixth and eighth inning and scored both of the runs for Hallsville. Locust drove her in both times. A couple hits from Crocker and Blakemore singled, sandwiched in there as well as they take this one two to one. And Lucas smashed that ball to left center field to end the game and walk things off. And it was all celebration from there. Morbley starting pitcher Taylor Martin does go seven in a third inning, striking out 11 and giving up two runs while allowing seven hits. But it was just not enough as the Hallsville pitching was going to prevail in this one. That's going to about do it for me here. Hope you enjoyed this one man broadcast. As always, let me or Blake or any of us know your thoughts on the broadcast on social media. We'd love to hear them to see what we're doing well or how we could improve. But make sure to join us again tomorrow. I believe it'll be Blake who has the call between Hallsville and the winner of Southern Boone and Centralia. And then hopefully, if all goes well, Hallsville will be playing at 11 a.m. on Saturday in that final game. But for now, enjoy the rest of your Wednesday nights, everyone, for the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Ben Schmidt. It was so much fun here this evening. We'll do it again tomorrow night when Hallsville's in the semifinal round of the Show Me, or excuse me, of this district tournament. All right, everyone, that's it for us on the Show Me Sports Network. Take care, and we'll see you next time on the Show Me Sports Network. You've been listening to the biggest.
latest and absolute best coverage in mid-Missouri on the exclusive home for Hallsville Lady Indians softball, the Show Me Sports Network, and the Lady Indians Radio Network. The Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew are the ones that know your Lady Indians the best. Exclusive coverage of Hallsville Lady Indians softball has been brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Hallsville Athletic Boosters, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, Sawdust Studios, and Zealous WBGT. We hope you've enjoyed the broadcast. Join us anytime on the web at showmesportsnetwork.com or find us on Facebook by searching the Show Me Sports Network. The Show Me Sports Network and the Lady Indians Radio Network, your exclusive home for a Hallsville Lady Indians softball. Serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world, this is the Show Me Sports Network. The preceding was an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and was a high-fidelity all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited.